good morning, ladies and gentlemen. The room is full. This is a beautiful crowd. This is the second opportunity that I've had to come speak here at Lubbock Christian University, and I am quite honored to be here to be able to share with you today uh, some of my story, maybe some of my journey. When I was asked to come speak here today, I, uh, uh, the subject was basically, what does Veterans Day mean to me? And this is a bit of a loaded question, uh, and I just want to take a, real po- a poll really quickly. How many veterans do we have in the house today? So I would like to take this opportunity to, to share with you a story that's part of my journey and how I actually came to be here at, at Lubbock Christian University. Um, so in 2013, I, I was working in a machine shop. I was welding. Uh, I was working a CNC machine. And I was about as happy as a bug in a rug because I, I just love building things. So. And it was arduous work. And so the truth of the matter was that that I couldn't work a 40-hour work week. I I was having difficulties. I had uh, VA appointments. I had uh, therapies and things that I had to go through for some injuries that I had sustained during my time in the military. Um, So I had to part ways with my job because I wasn't able to fill my obligation. and this, at this point in my life, it, 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 it was very difficult because my wife was expecting. Um, she was maybe seven months along with my, my very first son. Um, so this was a stressful time for me. And, and of course, I, I wrestled with things like post-traumatic stress disorder and, and physical and mental issues that, that I had kind of lingering from my time in the service. So I went to the went to the VA outpatient clinic here in Lubbock, and they recommended a program where I might be able to come to school. So I filled out all the paperwork, uh, took the aptitude test, and they were like, you, you, you might be able to build some things, so let's run you through the math or an engineering program and see if we can't get you a degree. So I said, fine, sign me up. Um, so I had to schedule my SATs. I, I came here to Lubbock Christian, and I registered met some really nice people, so I was pretty excited about the prospect of being able to come and, and further my education, because that's not something I had personally thought about, and it's not really something I thought that I would ever have the opportunity to do. So this was a huge blessing for me, and it was an opportunity for me to maybe change some things about myself and, and be a good example for, for my family at the time. Um, so I scheduled my SATs maybe about two weeks out. And a few days after I scheduled my SATs, my, and my wife at this point in time, she's seven months along, and my son decided to come early. So we rushed off to the hospital, and he came. And it was such a beautiful thing. Uh, bringing, bringing a life into this world, is there's nothing like it. It, just, it is such a huge, huge blessing from the Lord to be able to, to experience that, to bring in a son or a daughter, just a life into this world. It, it, the beauty is immeasurable, and it's not something that I'll, I'll ever really forget. Uh, so 
he was premature, so he had complications. So I gave my wife a kiss, and I followed my son to the NICU because he was going to spend some time there. Uh, and so the time came for, for me to come take my SATs, and this was about, about 10 days in after my son was born. And I had decided that, that I was going to stay there with my son whenever he needed me. So I spent the night at the hospitals, you know, day and night. I, I uh, uh, did everything that I could do to make sure he was comfortable and had everything that he needed. So the morning that I had to take my SATs, I, uh, I drank so much coffee and Red Bull, it would probably give a horse a run for its money. So <laughs> uh, I, I finished up my SATs, and I called my wife. Uh, I was probably ready to drop over dead at this point. And she said she had good news for me, so to meet her at the hospital, so, so that's what I did. Uh, and at that point in time, my, they said I could bring my son home. So we wrapped him up, we brought all his things, put him in the truck, and off to the house we went. And one of the first memories that I had of, of my son was uh, we had this swing. It was really nice. Uh, so we put him in the swing, we had him wrapped up. He, he was extremely happy. I, I, I was happy myself. Um, the Christmas tree was up, and it was just a beautiful moment. But then this terror came over me, like this reality that, that I had to be a dad. And I, and I wanted to be a good dad. I just didn't want to be a dad. So I wrestled with post-traumatic stress, and, uh, and at times, in my life, it's been debilitating. It, it has taken a lot of effort in my life to overcome some of these things. And, and I, I never really overcame them alone. I always, the people around me always helped me with this. My wife has helped me with this. But I knew with my son in the house that, that man, I had to get these things under control. Like, I, I just, I can't wake up in the middle of the night with, you know, night terrors or whatever the case is. I had to be solid for my son, so, so I hit my knees, and I prayed, and I asked God. I said, God, will you please, please help me with this? Can you, can you help me get through this so, so that my son doesn't have to deal with some of the things that I've had to deal with? And guess what happened? It, like, it worked. <laughs> so by the grace of God, by me hitting my knees and asking him, for him to take these things away from me, he lifted some, some of the pressure off. It wasn't like this magical pill that I took that everything was better. Um, the very first night that my son slept in the house, I, I hit the bed and I, I slept like a baby. And, it, and this was kind of a rare occurrence. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't really sleep. I maybe four or five hours a night maximum. And, just not to overshare, but, you know, this, this, that level of difficulty, uh, you know, waking up and not knowing where I'm at, uh, not knowing, you know, I hear a loud noise and, and jump out of bed like a madman. Uh, I didn't want my son to suffer any of these things, and, and God took them away from me. So, so that's what Veterans Day kind of means to me. Uh, it's, it's the difficulties that, that we have to overcome. 
when we sign the contract, we sign on the dotted line. We're, we're, we're given a job. We're, we're given a thing to do in the military. And, and I, I did my job. I did all the things that I was supposed to do and everything that I was told to do because I was a good Marine, and that, that was my job. Everything after my time in the military wasn't what I signed up for. I didn't sign up for debilitating effects. I didn't sign up for physical impairments. I didn't sign up for any of these things. But yet here I am. So in the Marine Corps, and I'm not sure how it is in other, other branches, but I know in the Marine Corps, when you're given a mission, your first objective is mission accomplishment. Your second objective is troop welfare. So you're going to achieve your objective first before you get to take care of others. Uh, and that's basically what we did. And that's the reason that a lot of men and women that have served in the United States Armed, armed Forces have, uh, have these debilitating effects, these long-lasting effects, because they did what they were supposed to do. They signed on the dotted line, so they, they did, and they held their end of the bargain. So one thing I do want to share with you, though, and I want to pose this question to you, what does Veterans Day mean to you guys? You know, when you think a veteran for her service, maybe your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad, your grandfather, when you thank them for their service, what exactly are you thanking them for? So to sacrifice on the altar of freedom requires a number of things. Uh, and we have to ask ourselves as well, like, is, is war justified? You know, are we justified to go other countries and do the things that we have to do in order to preserve our way of life? And that, that's, that's kind of a question that, that I wrestle with, but, but I've come to understand that, that I don't necessarily have the answer to this question. But what I do know biblically is that Moses went to war. You know, David went to war. You know, Jesus doesn't, he doesn't, uh, you know, offer you bouquet of roses for accepting life as it is. He offers you a struggle. He gives you a cross to bear. And this is my cross to bear. And every veteran that, that has served in the United States Armed Forces, they have their own cross to bear. So that's the reason why you might take a moment to thank them for their service. Because we are not the sum of of our maladies, of our difficulties, or the sum of our service. We're, we're family. And it's, to this day, it's always been the veteran to my right, the veteran to my left, that, that the reason why I continue on. Because when you do engage in war, you don't, you don't, you don't look out for yourself. You look out for the guy that's next to you, and he looks out for you. And that's just how it is. So that's all I have to share for today. I want to thank you guys for coming. I want to thank Lubbock Christian University for being an a organization that's really inclusive of veterans. It's a beautiful place to come. So all for, for all you veterans out there that might be considering Lubbock Christian University as a home, I highly recommend it, guys. Go Chaps.